hope you're doing well. This is Donnie Copeland sitting in for the one and only Doc Washburn. Doc is uh, getting better and better, but just didn't think he could quite make it uh, today. So we're going to keep rolling. And uh, we're just thankful that you're here today. If you guys jump in here, we're going to just keep on playing this music. In fact, somebody... <laughs> Somebody said today, said, uh, or told me over the weekend, said, man, I want that, uh, I'm requesting that stuff at my funeral. So that's how good it is. Man, we're so good to see Grandmama getting in here. G. Campbell, BMW, Terry, E. Pierce, Billy Harrison. Man, good to see you guys in here today. And, uh, we're just thankful that you joined us again. Uh, obviously this is not Doc Washburn. Uh, that voice is unmistakable. This one is. Uh, but, uh, I had a good conversation, uh, verbally uh, over the phone actually with Doc last night, uh, and, uh, talked for quite a while. Uh, and he's getting back to himself just a little weak and, uh, coughing a lot. So he just wants to make sure that he's, uh, up to it. So, uh, PBG, good to see you jumping here today. Man, good to have you. Hope you had a wonderful, wonderful weekend and, uh, things are going well for us. It. Beautiful here in Little Rock. And uh, we're just glad to, hey, man, glad to be here, G. Campbell. Um, but uh, it's just been a beautiful day, been a beautiful weekend. Uh, a little cool uh, started out. It's getting warmer and warmer. Uh, and so we're just, we're thankful that you're here today. I got my coffee and uh, hope you have yours. Hey, if you've got your favorite coffee and uh, whether it's one of the mainstays or not, or whether it's maybe something that's, um, you know, off the, off the beaten path, uh, drop it in there and let us know. We'll give it a plug. Uh, I've got a real good coffee that, uh, we get, uh, ground here locally. I'm not drinking it today. Uh, if, if I get, uh, to, to, uh, do the show maybe again, uh, if, if, uh, if for some reason that weren't back tomorrow, uh, I may, uh, bring a, a, some of it. Hey, Ray, good to see you today. Uh, I may bring some of it and drink, uh, coffee that, that coffee with you uh tomorrow morning so drop in there what your favorite coffee is uh what's your what coffee you're drinking uh what do you like in your coffee would love to hear about it uh i know you're hearing about spotify and their uh rift uh that's pretty pretty fascinating i saw something in the news this morning about uh a lot of states are passing legislation about uh phones you know a lot of times phones are getting broken and you can't uh, can't get them fixed. And, uh, and so, uh, I, I don't know why, how I feel about that. We may talk about that here in a little bit, but this is, uh, January 31st on a Monday and it is the, uh, Doc Washburn show. Uh, we will, we are live at 11 a.m. Central and then at noon Eastern and then we download as a podcast immediately after the, uh, after the show, live show is over. So you can catch it on any of your platforms, uh, that you like to, uh, listen to podcast. Uh, this is the 77th episode. And again, uh, prayers for Doc and Peggy. They're up and around and doing much, much better uh, and uh, talking and but just still coughing and hacking and trying to get through everything. So anyway, we're going to we're going to make it today. We're going to play a lot of this riveting music for you and have a good time and and just uh, uh, re- enjoy our time together. That's the main thing and get some good news out, get news out that you won't get anywhere else right here 
Uh, Bluebird says, I've deleted my Spotify account. It's long overdue, but I'm also deleting my YouTube account. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram were fired long ago. Uh, kudos to you, Bluebird. I've uh, gotten rid of Twitter, got back on it. It's, it's one of the ways I talk to a lot of our listeners. Um, but I am using Gab and I'm trying to, I'm trying to, to, to eventually get over to nothing but Gab, uh, as far as, uh, I'm concerned. DMAC, good to see you on here today. So, um, uh, today's, uh, episode 77 is brought to you in part by Red River Your Way. RedRiverYourWay.com. Man, what a dealership. What a great group of people. When Doc was fired from his job and, uh, and, uh, the, the, uh, radio station that he worked for, for Cumulus Media said, we don't want you because you won't take the jab. Although they had people, uh, doing shows from home, uh, on some of their other stations, uh, locally even. And, uh, he was doing his show from home, uh, and said, look, I can just keep doing the show from home. They said, nope. You got to get, you got to come back to the building. You got to get the jab. Uh, they never made some of those people come back to the building. Never, you know, and they got the jab, but they uh, never came back to the building. So, but they wouldn't give him that option. But anyway, uh, that's water on the bridge and we're glad because we're here and we would probably wouldn't be with you otherwise. Some of you made the transition and we're thankful. A lot on the podcast are new listeners. Uh, but anyway, Mitch Ward with this, uh, network of, uh, dealerships that they have built, uh, in several states called and said, uh, Hey, look, I want to do business with you, doc. And so doc and our leadership, our, our ownership team went over and we spent some time with Mitch and Dalton and the team over there at, uh, Red River and doc being who he is. He said, you know, man, uh, we're, we're going to be a national show and I want this to work for you. I know you're just, you know, you're car dealerships and you've got quite a few car dealerships, but we, you know, this is going to be a national show. And Mitch cut in right then and said, no, 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 you don't understand. So we are, uh, we're nationwide. We have, uh, something called Red River Your Way. And you've seen these other, uh, car companies that have the vending machines and have the trucks that drive. He said, well, uh, we don't have vending machines because we don't spend money on car vending machines, which, which is just really, uh, kind of a marketing, you know, type thing. But he said, uh, we have trucks and we'll send the car. If you buy a car in Connecticut uh, from Red River Your Way, we'll take it right to your doorstep, ship it there. And so uh, wherever you are in the United States, they'll take care of you. Just go to RedRiverYourWay.com. Uh, you can go to the website. You can figure out your finance and right there on the website, look at their inventory. If, the, if you don't see what you're looking for, then uh, you can always uh, just pick up the phone, give them a call. Man, they're so easy to talk to. Uh, you you may talk to the owner. I mean, it's a huge company, and they've got stuff everywhere. But, I mean, he's just that hands-on, young guy, energetic, uh, real personable, and loves liberty. And uh, that's kind of bit people you want to do business with. So uh, RedRiverYourWay.com. And so I want to make sure that uh, I get them in here early and often. They also uh, are our sponsors of our tweet of the day. I think I forgot that. Or I know I did on Friday. And so we're going to do a couple of tweets of the day uh, for you today to make up for that. So uh, again, RedRiverYourWay.com. Uh, I advertised uh, when we were uh, 
kind of planning the show for this week uh, when I knew, I guess, on Sunday, uh, yesterday, that it was a good, the, uh, better chance, better than good chance that uh, Doc wouldn't make it. Uh, and wanted wanted to try to just kind of see if he could get a little bit better and get a little stronger and not be coughing quite as much. Um, I, I began to do show prep, and so I went ahead and uh, teased out uh, a little byline, and the byline was, are Democrats, uh, are they sociopaths, or are they just plain narcissists? And uh, some people may look at that and say, oh, that's, uh, you know, that's, that's kind of just – uh, it's a little over the top. Uh, not you. You you know better. Um, or, uh, you know, I mean, is he being serious or kind of just having fun? Well, a little bit of both, to be honest. But uh, the the bottom line is I found an article in Health Magazine, and uh, it's called Sociopath versus Narcissist. Experts explain the difference. And so I started this this uh, little uh, editorial started out uh, as kind of a uh, a joke but with serious connotations because of what democrats are doing to this country and and quite honestly uh, i like what candace owen said she said quit calling them democrats uh, or she said i'm not going to call them democrats any longer what i'm going to call them is american uh, communist and and i think she's exactly right these are not liberals in the sense of uh, the people that we've thought of in the past as liberals, as deplorable as they may have been, uh, are their policies at least, uh, but it is uh, something far, far different. And uh, so Profile None, good to see you on here with us today. So let's dig into this. Let's ask the question, Inc., good to see you today. Man, good to see you guys jumping in here. Uh, Flash, uh, Gordon, good to see you back. Man, it's just wonderful to have you uh, in here today. And so uh, what what separates these two dangerous personality types comes down to their intention. Uh, I want you to see that. It comes down to their intention. Now, when I start reading this, uh, again, it started out as kind of an editorial. I was going to write a piece about it, and I thought I may use it on the show, you know, uh, perhaps. Um, but uh, then uh, as I began to read, I thought, man, this this actually is Democrats. It's, it's who they are. So the, so the article goes starts out like this. Let me see who uh, wrote this. This is by Ashley Mateo. It says, when people are difficult to be around, it's easy. Well, that sounds like uh, Jerry Nadler, doesn't it? When people are Nancy Pelosi, when people are difficult to be around, it's easy to toss off labels like sociopath or narcissist especially if the person seems to be totally full of themselves, bring anybody to mind, Omar, have no remorse for the way their actions might affect you. Boy, uh, let me read that again. Have no remorse for the way their actions might affect you, uh, like a, um, I don't know, a mask mandate or a vaccine mandate where you lose your job, something like that. But while the narcissist and sociopath do share some similarities, sociopathy and narcissism are two distinct physiological disorders. See, Rush has been saying this for years, that liberalism is a mental disorder. And, uh, man, I'm backing it up here 100% right now. God bless. Uh, rest in peace, uh, Rush. Uh, understanding them may make it easier to deal with someone who seems to be one or the other. Sociopaths and narcissists. What do they have in common? Both sociopaths and narcissists have personality disorders, check, meaning that certain personality traits are so extreme that it causes harm to themselves or others or causes multiple losses and failures in life. 
anything sounding familiar to you yet, such as losing jobs or important relationships or failing in school. Amy Damaris, a, phys, uh, a psychologist at Chicago-based licensed clinical, uh, a, a Chicago-based licensed clinical psychologist, tells Health uh, the, the 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 latter that are just mentioned to you. People with both disorders value themselves above others. Uh, they can't step outside their awareness of what they want and need and consider other consider others' feelings as secondary or non-issue for them. They can also be charismatic and charming. Mm, I don't know about that. Do y'all know anybody on the uh, on the left that is charismatic and charming? Uh, okay, I'll give them Obama. So so, uh, uh, but those traits. Uh, are coming from different psychological places and for different reasons. Now, traits all narcissists share. A narcissist is essentially somebody who is self-obsessed to an extreme degree. Um, this is someone who has a high level of confidence and belief in themselves, but to a very unhealthy and harmful extent to the point at which it actually distorts their sense of reality about themselves, other people, and the world around them. Uh, it also can lead them into manipulative and exploitive, uh, exploitive, uh, exploitive behavior because they will prioritize their own needs above everyone else's. Man, that sounds like Democrats and rhinos to me. Um, let's see. They, the definition can seem especially, uh, seem broad, especially with selfie generation and today's cutthroat work culture, but people frequently misuse the term narcissist just because someone is full of themselves. Uh, or takes advantage of others doesn't necessarily mean they're full-blown narcissists, says Turner, who is a psychologist. To be diagnosed with narcissistic personality disorder, according to the Diagnostic and Statistical Menu of or Manual of Mental Disorders, someone would have exaggerated sense of self-appraisal, set goals based on gaining the approval of others, set unreasonable high personal standards, lack empathy, be anti, uh, antagonistic, demonstrate feeling of entitlement, make excessive attempts to attract and be the focus of attention of others, affirm wholly to the belief that they are better than others. It's not a phase or a mood. It's a lifelong disorder. See, here we go again. Rush telling us all about it. So above all, the narcissist uh, the needs to be the most important. Doremus says they usually come out of it usually comes out of insecurity, but occasionally you get it coming out of a place of privilege for someone who has genuinely never been exposed to the idea that other people matter. She says, or you know, like never lived in the real world, live in academia their whole life, lived in government their whole life. Man, this sounds like Democrats, rhinos, uh, and especially uh, Democrats. It, 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 I mean, I'm, I'm not, I'm not being tongue in cheek here. Uh, what drives a sociopath? This gets good. Sociopaths are people who are actually diagnosed with antisocial personal disorder, have many narcissistic characteristics, characteristics, but this psychological disorder is typically much more dangerous. Tell us about it. Tell California. Whereas a narcissist may occasionally harm people as a consequence of their self prioritization, uh, like rhino Republicans like we have here uh, in Arkansas or like, uh, I don't know, uh, some of the other, uh, I'm using quotes here, well-meaning uh, Republicans and some rhino Democrats uh, uh, as opposed to, to California. 
but uh, they harm the harm they cause uh, to others is usually unintentional. Explains Turner. More often than not, it's consequences of their self obsession rather than a motivator which drives them. Talking about the narcissist, a sociopath on the other hand actually gets off by hurting other people. Now we're getting somewhere. I think I already know the answer to this, and we're talking about what is the difference? Uh, are, are Democrats actually uh, sociopaths? Or are they just plain old narcissists? Uh, and uh, this says that a sociopath actually gets, you know, gets their pleasure from hurting other people. Uh, now, this doesn't mean every sociopath is a serial killer. It's, it's actually more common for a sociopath to be driven by a need to control, hmm, uh, manipulate other people, hmm. Uh, you mean like, uh, I don't know, Neil Young trying to get Joe Rogan kicked off of Spotify and uh, lose uh, his income, something like that, uh, to damage them in some way, to gain money and power, Turner says. They are more likely to be in a a parasitic or controlling, abusive relationship with a romantic partner. Hmm, I wonder if it's somebody, Omar and her brother, Uh, to engage in risky activities like drugs and problematic gambling or promiscuous sex or child trafficking. Oh, I added that. Sorry about that. To backstab and sabotage their colleagues at work and to carry out financial fraud schemes. Uh, yeah, like Obamacare and, uh, uh, I don't know, infrastructure bills. Someone with APD, according to the DSM, uh, that's some, uh, standards, uh, uh, psychological standard, uh, type study. APD is, uh, associative, maybe psychological disorder is egocentric acts based or on person acts based on personal gratification, gratification, lacks empathy, is incapable of intimacy, uh, is manipulative, deceitful, callous, risk taking and impulsive. Just describe Nancy Pelosi. A sociopath is someone who on a biological level is lacking awareness of others feelings and isn't all at all that interested in anybody else's rules, says Demarius, uh, Deramus, I'm sorry. They're far more charming and exciting than most narcissists whose charm is more superficial because the lack of empathy, so because of the lack of empathy, sociopaths feel little or nothing when they hurt or take advantage of others. I don't know, like maybe Mayor Garcetti and maybe like uh, Governor Newsom of California being in SoFi Stadium in the middle of a statewide mask mandate, taking selfies with Magic Johnson with no mask on, stuff like that. Sociopaths are especially dangerous because they often go to great efforts to hide their true personality and appear likable, adds Turner. A true narcissist, on the other hand, often doesn't or couldn't try to hide what they are. Given their psychological makeup, it's makeups, it's unlikely that someone diagnosed with narcissistic personality disorder uh, of antisocial personality disorder uh, would think that they need to ever seek help. If you suspect you're dealing with someone who may have either disorder, don't get swept up in their worldview. Make sure, sure to watch out 
for your own interests. And that is exactly what we are doing here. We are looking out for the interests of the United States. We're looking out for our own interests. Uh, we are looking out for uh, the interests of the uh, voters of America because uh, we're in uh, in a tough, tough situation, but we're going to get out of it. And, uh, and we're going to get out of it just because of people like you uh, who are uh, helping us and we're gaining information. Uh, but I'm going to tell you, man, the more I look at this, uh, it is uh, it, it's pretty clear uh, that Democrats, uh, that they are uh, full blown narcissists, if not uh, borderline sociopaths. And, and I'm not joking in the least. Uh, I got a new little uh, segment we're going to do here in just a moment. It's going to be, I, I don't know if Doc would continue it. He's got so many other good things that he does. Hey, United States Marine Corps, hoorah. Good to see you. Uh, SJ187, good to see you here today. Uh, but we're going to reset here for just a moment and uh, we're going to uh, talk about go woke and go broke. Be right back. Or go broke, man. We're seeing it all over the place. You know, during the uh, during the time that Trump was in office, uh, what I found to be true was that uh, every time somebody would attack Trump, I, I started calling it the Trump boomerang because every time they would attack Trump, something uh, would happen to them. And you think they were, you know, doing something to Hillary and Bill. Uh, because, uh, let's see, SJ187, uh, wants to call in. I tried to click that. You have to see my dashboard, uh, SJ187. Um, I'm, uh, I have a, it jumps up that you want to call, but I'm, I'm over at the, I'm actually at, at my home studio. I'm not at Doc's, uh, uh state of, state of the art 21st century, uh, studio over in Midtown. I'm over here in the, Northern suburbs. And so, uh, sorry about that, that I wasn't able to, to get that. But, uh, anyway, uh, what we find with, uh, hey, right there, let's see, ECX. Good to see you, man. Uh, uh, let's see, or woman. I don't know. I'm sure. SJ said that was a pocket dial. So <laughs> no worries. No problem. Um, but, uh, we've got this new segment we're going to do called, uh, go ro- woke or go broke are go woke and go broke. And we've seen this happen. And I was talking about before SJ was trying to call in by accident, I was trying to uh, uh, mention to you about how that 
you watch Trump. Every time somebody would attack him, man, something would it would blow up in their face. I finally started calling the Democrats Wally Coyote and the Acme Rocket Company because they would keep trying to do something to Trump, and you know they'd accuse him of something terrible, uh, like uh, Eric uh, Swallowell, and uh, and and uh, he would just attacking the the president, and then he gets caught with uh, Wu Feng Chi Shang, and uh, you know and and different stuff like this. You got Diane Feinstein talking about how how horrible uh, Trump is, and she's got Chinese spies, you know, coming out of the woodwork like cockroaches in uh, in their uh, uh, in their literal office there in uh, D.C. And so uh, then we see this continuing, and I kind of think of go woke, go broke as kind of the extension. It's the non-political years of the Trump boomerang. And what I mean by the Trump boomerang, you you throw something at Trump, it bounces off of him. You know, they used to call uh, Ronald Reagan Teflon Ron, and uh, and 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 I see Donald Trump as boomerang Don, or, and and how he's able to. Take things and, and not just a lot of times he didn't even attack them. It's just things happen to them when they go after him. Well, I see this, uh, go woke, go broke as kind of an extension of that. And, uh, there's an article that I read over the weekend that I thought was fascinating. And, uh, it was about, it was actually about the spice company up in, I believe, Wisconsin. And man, you know, they just made up their mind. They were going to go all in. They've been going all in for quite a while. Uh, trying to uh, attack uh, everybody on the right and and really kind of making it their stick, as you will. And uh, and so finally, and I'm not even going to give them the uh, benefit of, of calling their name on here, uh, but it's it's no one I don't think that, and maybe some of you that cook a lot, I don't cook at all. My wife didn't let me near the kitchen, but uh, Pensy, I believe, or Pensy or something like that. Uh, and if I said it wrong, that's even better. Uh, but... Uh, uh, the bottom line is, uh, you know, they tried to their best to to make it to where, uh, you know, damage the right, damage Joe Rogan, damage anybody on the right, try to get people to lose their job, um, et cetera, so on. And uh, we find them just after a few months. Now they're sending emails and, hey, we've lost a lot of uh, business. We've lost a lot of uh, people. Uh, could you uh, could you buy some gift cards? And help us with our bottom line. Uh, and again, th- that's uh, a great example of going broke and uh, uh, and going broke. Uh, and then there's a uh, article over at uh, let's see, where is that? Big League Politics, BigLeaguePolitics.com. Great site over there, BigLeaguePolitics.com. And they've got a great article on the wokeness of Superman. And, uh, it's, it's pretty fascinating. Uh, it's, uh, super, and here's the headline. Uh, it's, uh, it's written by Shane Trio over at Big League Politics. Superman comic book sales tank after embracing woke LBGT ideology. Uh, mom and dad, grandma and grandpa, uh, you gotta watch what your kids are watching. You gotta, even when you're watching uh, if, if, if you even watch television together anymore, which I wouldn't advise, but that's your business. Uh, you gotta watch the commercials. 
uh, because uh, the Hollywood is advancing uh, their agenda. Uh, the left is a, 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 is advancing their agenda. I had, and I just ran out of time, and and uh, really had more than I I, uh, I thought I could get to today. I wanted to talk about the um, the relationship between corporate America, Hollywood, and the left, and it is an onslaught to to destroy. Uh, the fabric of the human family. That's what they've done to the schools. That's what they do to everything they touch. And, uh, we talked about our segment on, uh, about narcissists and sociopaths. That's exactly what they do with no empathy or feeling toward others. Uh, and it's, I believe, intentional, which makes this, uh, the, the, the behavior of a sociopath. Uh, so, but in go woke and go broke, we're looking at, uh, uh, Spotify, uh, who, in my opinion, they, they've stood pretty good. Uh, we're going to talk about this here in a little bit. Uh, so they're probably not a great example right now. I think if they try to go more woke, uh, it's going to cost them. I think it's going to cost them anyway um, because they're in a situation where, you know, what what the owners, uh, our owner, Elk, I believe it is, of, of Spotify is realizing, hey, man, you got to have some principles. And if you don't have principles, you're going to get pushed around because the sociopaths on the left, uh, the American communists, are going to do their best to to cancel you out. Uh, and so uh, we'll, we'll talk about that here in a moment. What I want to talk about is Superman comic book sales tank after embracing woke LBGT ideology. Uh, now, th- you, you want to talk about, you know, uh, shameless. Uh, after embracing pro-LGBT woke ideology, this is Shane Trio over at Big League Politics, fewer people are buying Superman comic books uh, and the sales are tanking. There's a there's a. And I don't have it here, and I'd have to go to another page to get it. Uh, but there's uh, some information for you on how much they're tanking, but they're tanking. John F. Trent reported at Bounding into Comics uh, that Superman, son of Khalil, uh, that's K-A-L-E-L, capital E-L, is not in the top 50 of comic books sold five issues into its run. Uh, so, which is unheard of for Superman not to be in the type, top 50. That's right. The flagship Superman book at DC Comics is not on a top 50 comic books by units chart, only five issues in, Trent stated. In Superman, Son of, of Khalil, the new iteration of Superman becomes a climate change activist, pushes for illegal immigration, and starts making out with dudes. Just like his father before him, John Kent has fallen for a reporter, but it ain't Lois Lane. DC Comics said in a statement, oh, I added that, sorry, uh, regarding the new Superman by Curious Streak, after initially striking up a friendship with reporter Jay uh, Nakamura, he and John become romantically involved in the pages of Superman. A son of Khalil number five from writer Tom Tom Taylor, Dark Knights of Steel, and artist John Timms uh, of Harley Quinn, the question for John and for our creative team, this is the people at Superman, what should a new Superman fight for today? Uh, oh, I don't know. Maybe you fight the, the, the fentanyl coming over the southern border. Maybe you fight the Chicoms. Maybe you fight 
you know, the, the terrorists, uh, that are coming in from, uh, the, the, the east. I, 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 that's just a few, you know, ideas. Maybe cop killers. That would be a good one. Uh, guys, hey, John and, uh, and Tom, uh, why don't you, why don't you go after, why don't you do a series on cop killers, uh, killing, uh, cops in cold blood, like in Missouri and New York City, uh, in Texas. I don't know. That's just, just, uh, but no, no, let's fight climate change. Let's fight, let's push back the sea. Um, uh, so maybe we'll see Obama in here because he's cooling the oceans. Uh, or how did that work out? But anyway, why should a new Superman fight for, or what should he fight for today? Can a 17-year-old Superman battle giant robots while ignoring the climate crisis? Of course not. Writer Tom T- Taylor started to justify uh, shoehorning a heavy-handed political agenda in uh, uh, in the comics, adding, "Can someone with super sight and super hearing ignore injustices beyond his border? It's not beyond our border." It's over our border. Can he ignore the plight of asylum seekers? Uh, uh, Big League Politics uh, uh, has reported on how comic books are being warped by the LGBT agenda to sexualize and groom children. Marvel Comics has introduced, get this, a 12-year-old transgender superhero named the Mighty Rebecca, modeled after a real-life transgender transgender child taking on the Trump administration. Rebecca is being profiled as a part of Marvel's Hero Project, which honors child activists who are being propped up by their parents to support a leftist agenda sociopaths. I can change the world, Rebecca said in an episode of the program hosted by the new Disney uh, Disney Plus streaming service. Rebecca has been used by the LGBT community to promote transgender propaganda in schools. Uh, she's a native of New Jersey, he or she. She appeared before the state assembly to demand that LGBT history be mandated in public schools so children can learn to worship sodomites. Her lobbying efforts were successful as New, jo- New Jersey government Governor Phil Murphy signed Assembly Bill 1335 into law in February. Children will now be forced LGBT history and coerced into adopting that unnatural and dangerous lifestyle. The Evangelical Lutheran Church invited her to speak before a youth conference in 2018. She spoke before 31,000 people during their annual gathering in Houston, Texas last year. Her father is a pastor with the church, which openly separates celebrates unrepentant sin. She has been coerced into adopting this lifestyle by her openly queer mother, Jamie Bruchhoff, who described herself as an award-winning writer-speaker advocate that writes and speaks about LGBT identities, policies, practices, advocacy, anti-bullying, parenting, and faith. Bruce Hoff wrote about how her child was mentally ill and suicidal before excellent professionals determined that Rebecca was transgender and her transition began. This is the latest example of the go woke, go broke phenomenon as people get tired of this perverted agenda being shoved down their throats. And uh, man, no, nothing could be far uh, closer to the truth than what has just been said right there, that people are tired of the go woke, go broke. It is just getting so, so very old. Man, we got our biggest numbers yet here. Kim, good to see you. Uh, good to see Deborah. Uh, good to see five. 
uh, uh, good to see Ray. I think I mentioned Ray already. Uh, man, just good to see you guys jump in here. Uh, good to see uh, uh, QQT, uh, FHH, uh, 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 man, more jumping on here. Man, just good to see all of you on here. I'm just excited that you're uh, spending this Monday with us. Uh, don't forget, if you're just getting on uh, and you miss uh, the first 35 minutes of the show, uh, you can, as soon as the show's over, we're going to download the podcast. You can listen to it, uh, to it in its entirety. And, uh, we're just so thankful that you have joined us. We just, uh, are wrapping up our go woke, go broke segment. Uh, and we talked about the spice company and we talked about the Superman, DC comic Superman, uh, brand, uh, going woke and, uh, for the first time has dropped out of the first, the, the top 50 comic books. But I'm going to tell you somebody that is not woke. And, uh, I, he's fast becoming one of my all time heroes. And that is in Enos, uh, Cantor, uh, freedom. And that is the, uh, uh, center for the, or maybe place power forward. Uh, for the Boston Celtics. And man, it has cost him. Listen, when you stand for liberty, it always costs you. But Enos Cantor, uh, has, has really come hard at the, the left. He's come hard at the, the, I start to say hypocrisy. And that's actually how that whole, uh, thought on narcissists and sociopaths started. But, uh, but because I was going to talk about the hypocrisy of the left with Garcetti and with New, uh, Newsom, Gavin Newsom, uh, in LA having a mass mandate, but showing up at SoFi up in the, uh, bo- luxury boxes with no, uh, mask on. And I was going to talk about the, uh, the hypocrisy. And then I got to looking at it. And I thought, you know what? It's not hypocrisy. It's, it's the, it's the actions of a sociopath. It's the ash- actions of a narcissist. And, uh, and so this go woke, go broke, but I'm going to tell you who's not, who's not, uh, uh, a, at all whatsoever, uh, uh, woke. And that is Enos Cantor freedom. He just added, he, you knew him as Enos Cantor, uh, for, for the law, for the Boston Celtics. He is a, uh, Turkish, uh, originally from Turkey. And, uh, I, I think he has his citizenship now here in these United States. Uh, but he, he, what he did, he came out over the weekend and came out with a list of people who uh, are actively supporting a, a list of players that he plays with that he's got to see on a regular basis. He came out with a list and challenged them and challenged the fans uh, of, of players who uh, support and who uh, get their gear and and actively support the things of of China and uh, and his uh, he's and, and all of their. Uh, uh, coming out against and all of their oppression that they are practicing. Uh, and so, uh, he just listed them. He just goes on there and, and list them. I can't find that right now. And, uh, but if you'll just, uh, Google, uh, Enos Cantor and I'll see if I can find that because I want to read that list to you if, if I may. Uh, but he just, he just comes out and just, I mean, just drops a bomb. And I, I thought, man, how awkward when he's getting warming up and there's a guy over there on the, you know, on the other end of the court and he just dropped a bomb on this dude and told him, you know, Hey man, 
here's uh, here's the thing, and uh, here here's uh, here's what you did. Here's you know here's who you are, and uh, and so in fact he's been really really uh, attacked because he wears these. Uh, shoes that says freeze the, free the ungers, uh, the, the ethnic people being held and punished, uh, in, uh, in, uh, China. And so he is, he is not, uh, he probably will, uh, he won't go broke, but he'll lose money. Uh, but that's called a patriot. Donald Trump came to office and lost money, uh, because he, uh, you know, was a patriot and, and it, it, it gets you, it, it, it costs you money when I'm trying to type here and talk. And so, but when you stand for principles, it usually costs you something. Uh, and, but the old saying is true. Freedom isn't free. And so it is so important that we, uh, that we support people like this. So I would encourage you, if you got kids and you're, uh, you know, you're going to buy them a NBA jersey. If you're like me, you probably don't support the NBA. Uh, but if, you know, if you're going to support them, you're going to do something, then support somebody because I look at Enos Cantor, the NBA, NBA may be one brand, uh, but he's another brand. And so what I would do, I would support him. I'd buy his jersey. And when they ask for a LeBron jersey or they ask for, uh, Jimmy Butler jersey because Jimmy Butler was on that list. Uh, I think the internet's maybe scrubbed. Uh, to some degree that, uh, that article, because last night it was real, real prominent today, not so much. Um, but what I would encourage you to do is say, you know what, uh, and, and order Ennis, uh, Ennis Cantor freedom jersey and then set your kids down and say, Hey, here's why I got you this jersey. And, uh, I want you to watch this guy. I want you to see him play. He's a good player as well. He, you know, he's not a superstar, but he's a more of a role player, probably be- between a difference maker on a team and, and just one of these guys that fills in a few minutes. Uh, you know, he's a, he's a really big guy and fills up a lot of space, uh, kind of guy. But, uh, that's your go woke, go broke segment. Uh, going broke is a spice company in Wisconsin. Going broke is a Superman. Uh, brand at DC Comics, uh, because they're going woke, uh, not going woke. And I believe won't go broke is Enos Cantor freedom, uh, and him standing for, uh, freedom. Oh, somebody else that's going, uh, that's going woke is, uh, Herbie. You hear about Herbie? Uh, yeah, Herbie's going woke. Uh, yeah, the, the, in the middle of the mid, in the Midwest, uh, in the middle of the United States, in the Midwest, uh, at the University of Nebraska, if we have any Cornhusker fans, uh, and I realize you can't do anything about it. It's not, it's not your deal. Uh, but it's just, you know, it, it's just, uh, totally and completely, um, insane. It, it, it's, 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 it's mental disorder. I mean, that's, that's all you can say. Uh, and, and again, I, I'll probably just, you know, every time I'm able to, uh, substitute for doc, I'll probably talk about, uh, American communists being sociopaths and narcissists, uh, because a major university accuses its own mascot. <laughs> this is on red state. A uh, major university accuses its own mascot of white supremacy, but now everything's okay. That's the headline. This is by Alex Par- uh, Parker. And, uh, he says a major Nebraska school is moderni- modernizing its mascot. A school symbol is important. It re- 
It represents everyone attending. Why are such traits such as such an, uh, as an emblem might? What traits such an emblem might possess? Courage, ferocity, uh, heroism, heroism, uh, not preferably white supremacy. Hence, the University of Nebraska has modified Herbie Husker. Herbie's been around for quite a while. As noted by Omaha.com, the character was created in 74 by longtime newspaper cartoonist Dick West. Mr. Husker made his debut at the that year's Cotton Bowl against the University of Texas at Austin. Sports Information Director Don Brent saw the drawing in the press box, refined it slightly. Later that fall, a new Herbie premiered in the team's media guide. In the mid-90s, the Cornhusker icon traded his overalls for a polo shirt and jeans, but the preppy makeover didn't last and everything was okay, or so it seemed. But Herbie was uh, was sending that exact message via touching his forefinger to his thumb, and these are sensitive times. Hence, it was decided the guy's pose was profoundly problematic. Um, uh, in a newer, nicer configuration, Herbie's raising his finger as if to say, uh, no, 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 I'm not a raging white uh, racist. Uh, instead, I am number one. Uh, but who says evil is okay? As observed by the Independent, the whole thing's hogwash. Uh, it started in early 2017 as a hoax. Users of 4chan, uh, 4chan and Anonymous, an unrestricted online message board began what they called Operation OK to see if they could trick the wider world and especially liberals and the mainstream media into believing that innocuous gestures was actually a clandestine symbol of white power. We must flood Twitter and other social media websites with spam claiming that the OK signal is a symbol of white supremacy, one of the users posted, going on to suggest that everyone involved create fake social media accounts with basic white girl names to propagate propagate the notion as widely as possible. Nonetheless, the University of Nebraska is clearly convinced change was necessary, as told to the Flatwater Free Press by licensing brand director Lana Henry. The hand gesture could, in some circles, represent something that does not represent what Nebraska athletics is about. We just didn't even want to be associated with portraying anything that somebody might think you know that it means white power. We made that change as quick as we could, she said. It's not the first woke uh, woke reworking of a mascot over the last little while. Consider an incidence of improvement last August. Uh, institutions are busily at work revamping the nation. Uh, and we see here uh, <laughs> college and what she was, what, what the writer here, let me, let me back up and get this writer's name. Sorry about that. Uh, Alex Parker, I think I mentioned that earlier. Alex said this is not the only mascot. And he shows a picture of, uh, a sexless social justice warrior. Uh, college announces fierce new mascot, a sexless social justice warrior victimized by climate change. Go team go. And uh, it goes on and on, but uh, that's just, that's the world that we live in. Uh, so the University of Nebraska. Hey, Chad. Hey, Joy. Good to see you guys. Norm, good to see you back on here, buddy. Uh, so we, we see this. We see this go woke, go broke, uh, continuing. Uh, you have universities that are doing it. Uh, they're getting rid of, uh, their mascots. They're getting hand signals. And all this is so silly, uh, because, 
you know, at the same time, uh, while uh, we're trying to be so careful that we don't make a hand gesture that looks like uh, an okay, but uh, chances hope every one of my Patriot fam are doing well. Man, thank you there, Chad. Good to see you, buddy. Um, but but at the same time, BLM is, uh, you know, uh, here, what, a year ago, burning down uh, cities, uh, ravaging cities, uh, uh, having pallets of bricks uh, brought in, having baseball bats handed out, uh, attacking uh, citizens, attacking, burning down places, trying to set the capital on fire, setting churches on fire. Like they were some, uh, you know, uh, savage gang, uh, you know, that's, that's coming out of some, uh, savage country, uh, right here in the United States. And oh, they're just expressing themselves. In fact, you had CNN with the flames behind them. And I'm not talking about a little flame. I'm talking about the, the engulfed and the, right behind them saying there's very little violence going on here. Uh, but man, we got to get rid of that okay sign. And the whole thing was a hoax to begin with. And, uh, and so it's just, you know, we're, we're, we're majoring on the minors. It's, it's the same thing that Jesus told the Pharisees. Uh, and oh, by the way, they were narcissists too and sociopaths. Uh, and, uh, he said, um, uh, he, he said this. He said, you know what? He said, you gag on a gnat and can swallow a camel. You can gag on a, uh, okay sign, but you can swallow BM, BLM, uh, Freudian slip. Uh, you can, you can, uh, gag on an okay sign, uh, and yet you can, uh, swallow BLM burning down churches across from the Capitol. And, uh, and so, uh, we, hey, Terry, thank you for sharing. Would all of, hey, Cartoon Steve, good to see you, buddy. Uh, BM is right. <laughs> uh, yeah, please like and share. Let everybody know what we're doing. Uh, we got our, I've got uh, the, the largest audience for Doc, uh, uh, with me being on here. He has far larger audiences live, uh, than I'm having, uh, and rightfully so because it's a lot better product. But, uh, thank you. And this is the largest yet that we've had. We've been growing every single day. Every single day we have grown. And so we're so, so very thankful. A lot of that is behind the scenes. Good work being done by our marketing team. Also being done by, uh, some of our ownership team that are spreading the word on other platforms, uh, like Rumble, uh, and Gab and others, but it's also people like you that are sharing. So we are so thankful that uh, Chad sharing the show and Terry showing the show, Car- uh, Cartoon Steve. And so we thank you so much for all of that. We appreciate uh, all the love. It's, it means a lot to us. Um, but uh, I want you to see that it is so, so very important that we realize the times in when we live. Uh, and while, you know, we don't want to purposely hurt people's feelings. We don't want to purposely do something that is offensive or whatever. Uh, but man, I'm not going to tiptoe around and not, not do the okay sign. If, if somebody asks me, Hey, how are you doing? And they're across the room and I can't holler okay. I'm going to give them the okay sign. And that doesn't make me a white supremacist. Uh, black people use the okay sign. White people use the okay sign. Hispanic people use the okay sign. Uh, what I would say is get a life. You know, speaking of getting a life, uh, I think it'd be time probably for, uh, 
for these these artists uh, to get a life and to uh, make up their mind that hey man uh, look uh, Joe Rogan is just trying to get uh, information out there and we can talk about that uh here in a little bit we got uh plenty of time and uh, we're co- coming up to the halfway uh part of this uh, but i want to know the kind of coffee that you like what's the kind of coffee that you drink i'm drinking eight o'clock coffee here today i'm actually using a um I use a Keurig. Uh, it's just so much faster. Uh, also, I, I'm a big proponent. I drink it probably uh, twice a day. Uh, I drink Circle K coffee. Uh, they've got those machines in there where you hit a button. It'll grind the coffee right there and then makes the coffee as it grinds it. Uh, it's it's on a fresh scale, 1 to 10. I'd say it's a, it's a 7. Uh, it's not bad at all. It's very good, in fact. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> Terry said my favorite coffee is called Diet Coke. I love Diet Coke. Uh, and, uh, Diet Coke and peanut butter. That's my, that's my jam, uh, with no jam. But, uh, but what kind of coffee, uh, do you drink? What, what, what's a good coffee? I've got one I'm gonna, if, if for some reason Doc is not able to make it tomorrow, I've got one that I'm gonna drink on the air tomorrow <clears throat> and I'll tell you all about it. It's a friend of mine. Uh, actually from Guatemala, I believe. Uh, been here for a long time. Loves this country. Loves uh, his culture there as well. His dad runs their coffee farm there. Uh, brought by a big bunch of it. And, uh, man, it is, it is good stuff. Uh, speaking of coffee, do you remember when you were kids, uh, you would stand at the end of the, for us, it was the A&P, uh, grocery store in Louisiana. We had A&P grocery stores. I still remember I worked for A&P for a short while and we had a, uh, a regional manager. Uh, he's a little short Cajun guy and his name was Mr. Poche. And that's a real common name in Louisiana. P-O-C-H-E, Poche. And, uh, it may have an A, but, uh, anyway, uh, let's see. JD, Norte, and Jalen. This is Chad. Jalen Williams are used the OK sign when they shoot a three. My favorite coffee is from the Black Rifle Coffee Company. It's called Freedom Fuel. I like that. All right. Good deal. Um, hey, thank you, NHFM, uh, for liking the show. Appreciate you. Man, you guys are awesome. Way, way to go. Um, but, um, you remember, uh, and I know other places had it, but A&P, uh, I'd go there shopping with my mom. And then I worked there later. But instead of, you know, still you have like a Kroger and you have at some of the stores, you have grinders on the coffee aisle. But do you remember when the coffee grinders were at the end of the counter of, uh, if not every uh, register, it was most of the registers. So you'd bring your beans up there. Uh, your A&P coffee and they would grind the beans and all oh, that smell. That, that must have been when I got, Hey, uh, Kathy, good to see you today. Uh, and so <laughs> with the okay sign. <laughs> Uh, but you remember the smell of that coffee when they would grind it. That is just the best smell. And uh, I just, I love that smell. My wife, she's not a coffee drinker at all. And uh, I don't know that she's ever tried. She says she has. I, I've been married to her 42 years. I made a mistake yesterday. I said 43, but it's 42 years. And uh, I've never seen her drink a cup of coffee she, uh, or taste a taste of coffee. She says she's tried it, but it's been at least 42 years ago. 
uh, and, uh, she, but every time I make coffee, she goes, that smells so good. And it does. It smells great. And that's probably where I got hooked on coffee was actually, uh, at A&P when my mom was grocery shopping or my grandmother, I think my grandmother actually shopped more at, at A&P than my mom. And, uh, and, and that they would be grinding it. And it was, it was great stuff. Really, really enjoyed it. Good times. Uh, thank you for sharing those, uh, sharing the show and then sharing the coffee that you drink. Uh, Chaz says, I remember when Kroger would grind your coffee for you when I was a kid and you could also pick up a lobster. Oh yeah. To eat right out of the tank, which was my favorite thing to do as a kid. Uh, absolutely. Chad, I, I helped open a Kroger. It was one of the first Kroger's in, uh, Louisiana, North Louisiana. And I lived in West Monroe. And if anybody from that area knows that West Monroe and Monroe, you never say, uh, when you say you're from West Monroe, you say West Monroe because you don't want anybody to think you're from Monroe. And people in Monroe are exactly the same way. Uh, Monroe is primarily Washtenaw High School, Neville High School, Richwood High. Uh, West Monroe has one high school, or did. Now they have several, but West Monroe High School was the, uh, you know, was the high school there. It was a huge rivalry. Uh, and, uh, but anyway, they opened a Kroger store over in, uh, uh, Monroe and, um, I went to work there as a stalker, and my brother-in-law went to work there as a, a stalker. Not a stalker, a stalker. We stocked the, the shelves. And there's a brand-new store. We helped open it, and they had the huge lobster tank. And it was like this real uh, – we've got a we got a Kroger just down the street from me, and there's a Starbucks and, and all that. I mean, literally three blocks from my house, and there's – called Indian Hills Kroger. And it's it's very much like that. Got the lobster tank, got the del- real fancy, nice deli. It's really, really a cool store. Uh, and, uh, kind of like almost a cafe with, with, within a store and, and a market. It's really cool. Well, we had one like that in, uh, in Monroe that we opened. And, uh, one night we were working and this lobster tank's full of lobster. And this numbskull that worked with us took a box of soap and poured it in the lobster tank. And, uh, that soap foamed because that thing was, you know, that water was running and it foamed and it had to hurry up and get the lobsters out. No lobsters were injured in, uh, the making of that mischief. Uh, but, uh, I remember that vividly. I never, never got to eat anything out of the lobster tank, but, uh, says I grew up back and forth between Nola on the West Bank and Algiers. And we'd go to save a lot and win Dixie. I remember win Dixie well, Chad. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, my granddaughter used to live in New Orleans, uh, and, uh, we, we went there a lot. So we spent a lot of time in New Orleans. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, my son lived, uh, on the West Bank. So I'm very, very familiar with, uh, that area, even though I was a Yankee from North Louisiana. Uh, man, it's almost been a, um, it's been a, uh, an hour that we've already been on here, man. It's just it, time flies when you're with good friends, you're drinking good coffee, having a good time. And we're just uh, so thankful to have you on here. And, uh, I, I, uh, I wanted to, uh, as we come to the close of this first hour, I wanted to tell you about, uh, our newest sponsor. In fact, they actually will, uh, will go, uh, live officially tomorrow. Uh, hey, Hill, uh, Hills, good to see you today. Sava, good to see you. Uh, 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 and Doc is uh, still uh, feeling a little, 
It's still feeling a little rough. Uh, he's still got a little bit of a cough. Uh, but, uh, and, but we had a good talk last night and hey, Shalman, good to see you. Man, we're, we're getting on up there. Faza, good to see you. Man, you guys are liking and sharing and it's working. Thank you so much. We're growing here just by the moment. We appreciate you so very much. Uh, you can download the show after it's over and listen to you get that as well. And, uh, sorry about that. I meant to cut my phone off and I didn't do it. Uh, but, uh, uh, I want to talk about our newest uh, advertiser. He doesn't officially start till tomorrow on our agreement, but I've been, I've been pushing him since I believe Thursday. Uh, and that is Minton Law Firm, JustinMintonLaw.com. That's JustinMintonLaw.com. Now this is for more. We got a huge Arkansas audience and, uh, he, again, he's another one that said, look, doc, uh, I know Cumulus Media did what they did, uh, but I want to do business with you. Uh, we met with him and I'd heard a lot about him, heard a lot of good about him. Uh, but when I met him, I was so impressed. Uh, the most unlawyer like lawyer I've ever met. Very, uh, reserved, very sharp. Uh, a lot of lawyers are sharp and a lot of reserved. Just, just kind of, just kind of reek this integrity, uh, guy. I know for a fact people I know that we've sent, I know people that I know personally that have uh, called him and said, Hey, would you take my case? Uh, he said, give me, give me the details of what's going on in your case. And he said, you don't need me. He said, tell the insurance company this, this, and this. And he said, uh, that, and he said, then let me know how much they're offering you. They call him back, say, hey, here's what they're offering me. He said, uh, you know what? Push them a little bit more. Uh, or man, that's that you, you'll never get that. You won't get that much with a lawyer. And then I'm going to take a percentage of that. Uh, take that deal. That's the kind of guy this guy is. That's JustinMintonLaw.com. Now here's the cool part about Justin. JustinMintonLaw.com. Justin was an insurance adjuster who turned and became an attorney. Uh, but he doesn't just adjust cases anymore. Now he wins them. And, uh, you can go to justinmintonlaw.com. That's, uh, Justin, J-U-S-T-I-N, Minton, M-I-N-T-O-N, law.com. Uh, and, uh, you can go to, the, they've got a great website. You can chat 24-7. If you got a, uh, question about uh, maybe a personal injury. You got a, about maybe an auto accident, maybe bad faith insurance. You got one of these uh, super cheap insurance uh, for for your auto, or maybe for your home, and you had a wreck and they won't pay. Call uh, JustinMintonLaw.com, or you can call them twenty four seven at eight five five X. That's a letter X because he was formerly an adjuster, insurance adjuster. Eight five five X adjuster 855 x adjuster you can get a free consultation and that is at justinmintonlaw.com so if you're in arkansas and you've had some kind of uh situation a fall you've had some kind of uh maybe uh personal injury bad faith insurance slipper fall auto accident you call uh, 855X, the, the letter X adjuster, because this is JustinMintonLaw.com, insurance adjuster turned attorney. And, uh, as we said, he, he no longer adjusts cases. He wins them. And, uh, you're going to love doing business with these guys. Uh, so, uh, I want to, we're going to take a, uh, just a, 
he go, oh, G. Campbell says I got Ethiopia, uh, uh, K-O-C-H-E-R-E by airship roasted in, uh, Arkansas. I grind my beans just before brewing in a, man, this guy, G. Campbell, you are serious about this, my brother. A Tech Novern Mocha Master. Uh, it's an Ethiopian coffee. Man, we need to, we, we, uh, I, I need to get some coffee lessons from you. I do pour over. Uh, I, I use this, uh, coffee and I'll, I'll have, uh, everything for you, the information you can get it. Uh, yeah, user here says all your listeners on KRN really miss you, Doc. You were the rush of Arkansas, an icon of radio, but so glad you're still on the airwaves and hammering the truth. That's the truth. Uh, so we'll pass that on to Doc. He should be back, uh, uh, we're hoping tomorrow, but uh, probably midweek uh, is more realistic. I uh, use purified water for best results. I do pour overs, and I use the coffee that my buddy uh, from Guatemala has, uh, and uh, from their own farm. And uh, he he ships it over here. They they're huge roasters here, and I do pour overs. And I'm gonna tell you, pour overs is this the way to go. So it's a little messy. It's a little slow. Uh, but man, it is worth it. It is, it is good, good stuff. Hey, we're going to take a quick break here. I'm going to get a, uh, a sip of this coffee we've been talking about. Man, it's so awesome to have you guys on here. We're up to now our largest number that I've had in my four days of, uh, of, uh, I've been able to, to guest host for Doc. And thank you, Doc, for allowing me to do this. It, it just means a lot to me that you would trust me. Uh, but I'm ready for you to be back. I know the listeners are ready for you to be back. Uh, we're going to uh, start back with the second half of the show here in just a moment. But I want you to have some more of this captivating music. And uh, make sure you like and share the show. We'll be back here in about a minute or two.
thank you for giving me the chance to take just a tad break there, and uh, <clears throat> we're uh, we're just glad to have you back on the show, and uh, glad that you're here today, and uh, make sure that you can hear me all right. I turned the music down. Yeah, I'm good. All right, man, it's good to have you. Wait, guys, thank you for hanging in there. We've got a great rest of the show. Uh, we're going to be talking about the uh, uh, the Joe Rogan versus Spotify, and it's really not Joe Rogan versus Spotify. That's what a lot of people don't get. Um, uh, you do because you're a smart audience, but it's it's not Joe Rogan versus Spotify. Uh, Joe Rogan's not going anywhere unless he decides to because uh, he's got a hundred million dollar deal with Spotify and he's bringing them two hundred million sets of ears uh, uh, a month. So you know that's not going to happen. So these guys with two hundred thousand Spotify listeners, these guys with six million Spotify listeners, like Neil Young can, you know, do all they want to do. Uh, I noticed where a uh, diary of a wimpy kid. Now this, this is irony. Again, we talked about, uh, mental disorder. We talk about, uh, disassociation. We talk about just, you know, uh, total and complete, uh, separation from, from reality. Uh, you have the kid and I can't think of his name, but writes the diary of a, of a wimpy kid, uh, uh, books and they've been turned into cartoons. My, uh, my next to youngest grandchild, my youngest granddaughter and I will sit sometime and watch Diary of the Wimpy Kid and, uh, got great lessons, you know, lessons like, let's see, uh, oh, uh, accept people for who they are, uh, you know, because somebody's different, uh, don't penalize them, don't pick on them, uh, you know, don't punish them because they're different. Uh, they don't agree with you. They don't look like you. They don't act like you. Uh, you know, that kind of stuff. Diary, uh, you know, of a wimpy kid, uh, stuff. And yet here's the, uh, the, the actual author of those books and subsequently the cartoons and so forth saying that he's pulling his uh, biography, uh, books on, uh, streaming books off of Spotify because Joe Rogan is different because Joe Ro- he doesn't agree with Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan is spreading misinformation. Basically, uh, the opposite message that he's been writing about for what 10 years uh as as his books exploded and became super super popular. Uh but hey, uh, that that is the actions again. I I'll, you'll get so tired of this, but that's the actions of a narcissist. That's the actions uh, of a sociopath. That's the actions of somebody who has a uh a, a mental disorder. Uh over at the the Blaze, uh, there's an article here uh, by, it just says Blaze staff, uh, bye bye, Neil Young. Uh, after Neil Young demands Spotify choose between him, uh, and Joe Rogan, Spotify obliges. <laughs> of course, that's a little bit of old news. Uh, what I wanted you to see is there's a few more, uh, that have jumped in there. Springsteen's one, uh, that comes to mind. Joni Mitchell, who cares? Uh, her music was terrible. Um, uh, Neil Young, uh, I know some people that really are huge Neil Young fans, uh, and, uh, he had a couple of songs. I think the, my favorite song, uh, Neil Young song is the one by Leonard Skinnerd, uh, Sweet Home Alabama, but that's just me. Uh, and, and, you know, back in the day he had some songs, but, uh, you know, he, here's the thing. 
and Spotify, they're trying to, they're trying to balance this. They're trying not to, to stop the bleeding. But at the same time, it's kind of like when you're, you know, when you're two of your kids are fighting or when two of your coworkers are, are added at each other, you're, you're trying not to alienate one or the other, right? And so that's what Spotify's trying to do. They're trying to keep these, you know, woke liberals happy. Uh, and, and here's the thing. Here's what I want you to see today is, uh, uh, and whether, whether you're a governor or, cause I've told you this, I've watched governors cancel people. I've watched governors threaten people's jobs if they didn't vote. I've watched governors of, 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 of a par- same party, uh, say that, uh, <laughs> has it been proven that Joe Rogan is spreading misinformation? Nope, it has not. Uh, it is that is their opinion, and uh, because they because they're narcissists and probably more like sociopaths, they think their opinion matters, and it doesn't matter whether it's true or not. Springsteen has always been a liberal, so who cares? Um, but bottom line, and, and I listen to a lot of this stuff, you know, in other venues anyway than I do Sp- uh, Spotify because they. They're gonna, they're gonna make you listen to what they want you to listen to. And I just don't do well with that. I don't do well with paywalls. I don't do well with, uh, you know, I want to listen to this song. I want to listen now. I don't want to listen to seven other songs before you let me listen to my song. So, but that's just me. So, uh, but bottom line is, uh, Joe Rogan can get his own servers and he can start his own deal and be an instant star and Spotify can go suck their thumb, uh, if, if he chose to do that. So, he holds all the cards. Uh, and, uh, you know, if, if he quit working today, he's got enough money to last him a lifetime. Yeah, he's got a breach of contract. So he's not going anywhere. Uh, he's just going to see, but, but the liberals are not going to stop. They, they will burn down a house to, you know, uh, to, to kill something, uh, that they think needs to be killed. That's just, that, that's who they are. They don't call an exterminator. They burn down the house. Um, and so, but, but, so we have, you know, have these, uh, hippies that pro, uh, protested against the war. Now they're siding with the pro-war party. You have these, uh, hippies of the sixties who were at Woodstock and, you know, free speech, free love, you know, against a, a go- oppressive government. Now they are, uh, promoting and, and urging the government to be oppressive. How ironic, how mentally unstable is that? Uh, but it is what it is. But here's the thing. Joe Rogan is not going anywhere. He's, he's, he's there. And, and, uh, and then if he does go somewhere, uh, he holds all the, Hey, Renee and Hey, Josh, good to see both of you jump on here with us today. Um, uh, so, so he holds all the, uh, all the cards. He's not going anywhere. Um, so this, but it'd be interesting to watch this. And, and the most interesting part of this is that, uh, in their attempt to, uh, to, to cancel, they are literally canceling themselves. Jane said, my brother-in-law tried to send footage of the trucker convoy, uh, of his trucker mates in Australia and it didn't go through, uh, said it was fake news. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, here's the thing. If, um, you know, conservatives and Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan's not, Joe Rogan is the, is the 5,000 pound gorilla on Spotify. And Joe Rogan is not on Spotify saying, Hey, cancel, 
uh, Neil Young because he's a liberal. Cancel Neil Young because he left uh, two of his wives with handicapped children that he had with those two women and wouldn't pay child support and had to be sued uh, to pay child support and didn't pay it for years and years. And finally, and these two women were raising handy, severely handicapped children. Go read his biography. And uh, so when Spotify says we want to... Um, uh, we, we want to raise the bar as far as standards on Spotify. Uh, well, take a look at, at, at Neil Young's life and see about the bar and where, where the bar is. Uh, but, uh, yeah, you have this oppression. Here's the thing. Uh, I told a guy yesterday, a guy was in church with us and, and I greeted him after service. He's been there quite a few times and I'd see him back there. And I thought, man, I'm going to go back there. And, I, and I've spoken to him and we've talked briefly, but never at length. And, and I just, you know, I, I just said, man, I need to spend some time with this guy. So I went back and he was bringing up some different things, you know, that are kind of, different and not mainstream uh ideas about the bible and, and then he started apologizing he said man I, i'm sorry sir I, I'm, I'm not trying to cause trouble here i said man you're not causing trouble he said well i know you know it's not probably something that i said look dude get, get this uh, if you got an idea you know and we can talk about it man that's fine you know i, I want to talk about it and you challenge my thinking and uh and if i'm wrong i i want to look at it and i want to be right and uh you don't ever have to apologize for having a different idea um and that's kind of how all conservatives are if you want to be a liberal and you want to you know you want to give all your money away uh and you want to you know you you want to give 100% of your income to the government knock yourself out nobody's going to and if you want to advocate that everybody else uh does that uh knock yourself out i'm not going to do it but you can knock yourself out uh, I, you know i'm not going to keep you from saying it in fact i'll fight for your right to say it uh but that's not the narcissist that's not the american communist party uh that is not uh how liberalism works uh, i.e. American communists. Uh, that's not how it works. No, they want to stop you from being able to say it. They want to stop you from opposing. And they do it under the guise of it's harmful. Well, guess what? If I, if I go on and say, you know, the vaccine's harmful, if I go on and I say, you know, the boosters are harmful, hey, th- these are very intelligent people that are listening. All the, the thousands of people that listen to this later, they're very intelligent people. And uh, they're not going to blindly go out and do something I do. Uh, no more than somebody's going to blindly, you know, do something that a liberal says. They're going to, most sane people are going to think about it. And so, uh, just this idea that, you know, people are just going to, uh, do something just because he said it. But the, the bottom line is like one of the, one of our, let me scroll back down here. Somebody asked the question. I believe it was maybe G. Campbell, uh, or maybe it was, uh, Floyd. And, and said, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Untangled says Cafe United serves the best coffee west of the Mississippi. They do. Uh, Cafe United is a, a coffee shop within our church and they actually use, uh, that coffee that, uh, I was telling you about earlier that I do the pour overs with. Uh, so, uh, but somebody said, uh, who was that? I believe it was, uh, Floyd and, and, uh, said, you know, uh, I was talking about the the liberals. Man, where'd that go? I was uh 
but, 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 but here's the thing. Conservatives don't, they don't try to cancel you. They don't try to keep you. They don't try to lose your job. I, I couldn't imagine if I were governor and somebody didn't vote for me and say, you know, I, I'm going to, I'm going to cause your wife to lose her job. Uh, at at this agency, if you don't vote for me, or uh, you know, I'm going to make sure that you are, uh, you know, you are uh, primaried, and they're in my own party. Uh, I wish they would, and uh, you know, if a good conservative did come up uh, and wanted to run, but I'm not going to go out and actively seek somebody to destroy them. Uh, I, I will try to defeat them at the ballot box f- for sure, but I'm not going to try to strip them of all their duties. I'm not going to try to hurt them. I'm not going to try to, you know, do something. I'm going to do it fair and square. I'm going to do it based on the, uh, on the subject at hand, uh, but not just try to summarily try to destroy them. And that, that is, uh, what, uh, what the American communists do. Uh, and, and if you think about it, uh, that's, that's, that's what the devil does. The, the, the Bible says the devil comes to steal, to kill, and destroy. And that's what American communists do. They come to steal, kill, and destroy. Also, it says the devil's a liar, father of lies, and the truth's not in him. Uh, man, that sounds like American communists. That, you know, they, they can lie flat-footed, look you in the eye, never blink, look left or right, look straight into your soul and lie like a rug. And so, um, you know, hey man, it is what it is, right? So, uh, kudos to Joe Rogan for standing up. He, he sent out a video. I love the video that he sent out. If you hadn't had a chance, you can go to the blaze or one of the others and see it. And, uh, he, I think he does a great job. Of, of, uh, you know, explaining and he's very concise. He's very, um, uh, very, uh, informational, uh, and not apologetic. He's not sitting there kneeling because he knows what you and I know. Listen, and this is what Lindsey Graham doesn't get. This is what Dan Crenshaw doesn't get. It's what Ted Cruz doesn't get. It's what any other conservative, uh, who will, uh, kowtow to uh, the American Communist Party uh, and, uh, you know, start making concessions and, and on and on. Uh, it, it's all because of trying to be accepted, trying to uh, be what everybody else, uh, you know, it seems to be and wanting to be politically, politically correct, wanting people to like them. Uh, th- that's the whole reason that Ted Cruz did the January the 6th, uh, uh, participants were insurrectionists. He's trying to sit at the cool kids table. Ted, they're never going to like you. They're never going to like you as a conservative. Dan Crenshaw, they're never going to like you. Uh, they're going to like you when you stand up for them. But the minute you stand for something, if you do get a principle about you at some point and you stand for it, uh, they're going to fight you and they're going to try to destroy you. Uh, t- uh, Rush said this over and over. Republicans try to get along with the, the, with the American communists. The American communists are trying to destroy Republicans. You got to get that. The quicker you understand that, the, the better off you are. You got people like French Hill here, uh, in uh, Arkansas in District 2 who's trying to get along. He's standing there with Liz Cheney. Uh, and, uh, you know, trying to get along, calling January 6th an insurrection. 
Uh, and you, but thank God we got a man like Conrad Reynolds, a combat veteran, a, uh, a, a, a colonel, I'm sorry, a colonel in the army, uh, a 35 year veteran in the army and, uh, ready to fight, ready to stand. One of the first people that I knew of, even before me, that was uh, there for Donald Trump was a delegate from Arkansas for Donald Trump. And, uh, and so that's the kind of people, uh, that we need in office. And Conrad Reynolds, in fact, there's a fundraiser tonight. I'm going to try to make it, uh, and be there and get some other people there to raise some money for Conrad Reynolds. Doc has been doing a lot of work for Conrad Reynolds. In fact, he was due to go to a fundraiser for him the night that Doc got sick, uh, and, uh, was supposed to actually host uh, an event for him. Uh, and so, uh, Robbie Starbuck is, is another one in the Nashville area. And there's many, many more that, well, we need to stand for. We need to support. We need to help, uh, because they are the real deal. And that's how we're going to get out of this thing is we need people, uh, that will stand for, uh, for truth, that will stand for liberty, uh, and will fight for it with everything, uh, within them. We, we need that desperately uh again and so uh i tell you something else we need desperately uh we need good health care a man obamacare has made it so impossible to get uh, decent health care obamacare has made it uh so impossible to uh or has in the past uh but thank goodness for myfamilyhealthplan.com uh, I'm not just talking about something because it's an advertiser. I am actually a policy holder with myfamilyhealthplan.com. My wife and I both, uh, we've had uh, no insurance. We've had Cadillac plans with the state of Arkansas when I was a state legislator. Uh, we've had, uh, as I said, no insurance. We've had weak or poor insurance. Uh, we uh, lately had the Christian health care uh, sharing services. We were paying over 400 bucks a month for the both of us for that. My wife had a few procedures, uh, like, uh, some hand things going on with her hands. Uh, had a bunch of tests, ran about $3,000 worth of tests. Um, the, the Christian healthcare care was so apologetic. So sorry. We can't cover that because you put it on the form that she already had that. So we can't cover that. And, uh, so, uh, we, we met with and talked with, uh, the, uh, head guy there, Art Wilborn at myfamilyhealthplan.com. And, uh, and Art began to tell us about this plan. And, and we said, man, this sounds great. And Doc, uh, said, you know, this is something I can get behind. And so we started promote, uh, we, we signed a deal with them, started promoting them. Uh, I still was with the Christian Health, uh, sharing deal. I would go and hand my card to the dermatologist or to whomever, uh, we would uh, be seen and they would look at it and they'd all get together and whisper and they would have a huddle kind of like they were uh, reviewing the play and look at the monitor and take a, a break and finally come back and say, you know, how well I think we can take this. I'm not, I'm not sure. We'll go ahead and put it down. And, you know, we're a spectacle in the waiting room because we've got this, uh, you know, like we stepped off, you know, this other world type, uh, provisions for healthcare with the, uh, fa- the, uh, Christian sharing. Uh, program. And so one day I'm driving down the road. I downloaded, uh, one of Doc's episodes and I'm listening to it. And, uh, he's doing the myfamilyhealthplan.com, 
uh, ad and he's reading it and, uh, and it just clicks with me. I said, man, I need to call uh, myfamilyhealthplan.com or I need to go online. So I went online and, uh, found everything I needed there, but I thought, well, I want to get a little clarification. So I made a call and, uh, began to talk to them. It took me about 20 or 30 minutes. I signed up and, uh, and, and, uh, it was, uh, I think 50, 75 or a hundred dollars a month less, uh, than what I'm paying. Uh, and I, I, I found out, you know, all of a sudden, uh, I have no, uh, co-pays. Uh, I have, uh, very low deductible. Uh, and then I started reading after I actually got it. I started reading some of these testimonials, uh, and, uh, uh, free teledoc. If I want to get a hold of a doc, if you maybe got something going on, you said, man, you can call a doctor free on the teledoc. Uh, a feature, a discount drug cards. Uh, you actually not uh, quite often will have your bill paid in full and receive a check above that because they they negotiate uh, the procedure or the doctor's visit, and if they can negotiate it low enough, uh, they cover themselves, and then uh, they'll send you the difference. Uh, 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 Tom said, "I got my first check. Still have no idea how this works." Smiley face. A copy of a $188 check uh, is attached here, uh, and the bill was paid in full, and I got $188. Um, Marsha said that we had $28,000 of uh, medical bills in 2019, and we had no out-of-pocket, including our deductible. If we'd have had our previous Obamacare plan, we would have paid over $15,000 out-of-pocket in 2019. Uh, but we paid none. My wife went to a specialist, Russell said, uh, and after about a little over a week, we received a check for a hundred bucks. The bill was paid in full, no money out of pocket. I tell everyone about, uh, myfamilyhealthplan.com experience. Uh, Gwen said these days people just don't do the little things, uh, that you guys do, uh, for us and your other customers. It seems almost to be too much, but thank you for all you've done for us. Uh, especially the extra. Vicky said, I saw my doctor for an earache. I just showed my card, no copay. I received my mail from my insurance company and I was sure it was a bill. To my surprise, it was a check for $110 with my bill paid in full. Now you don't get this insurance so you'll get checks. You get this insurance so you can get good solid, uh, uh, coverage. And that's certainly why we bought it. But when they negotiate these uh, procedures and no, negotiate the fees uh, and the charges and there's some extra money there, they're going to send it to you. Man, what a what a change. What a uh, what a drastic uh, deviation from what we've been used to uh, in the past. And so I want to encourage you to give my friends uh, over here Art Wilborn is the principal there uh but man he's got a lot of good help and uh you can give him a call just go to myfamilyhealthplan.com uh you can call art at 501-837-2866 that's 501-837-2866 and uh he can hook you up or just go to myfamilyhealthplan.com and uh, they can take good care of you. We got the rest of the show coming up. We got about 30 minutes left. Man, everybody's hanging in there. You guys are doing so awesome. So very, very uh, proud of you and, uh, and that you're working here. Uh, uh, Sava said, I think I'm going to run for some type of government office. 
Uh, yeah, uh, I'll tell you what. Yeah, Crenshaw's gone off the deep end for sure. Bruce, good to see you join us. Uh, Ram, good to see you join. ASX, uh, Handy Engine, uh, Grandmama, uh, five. Good to see all of you guys join us. We're gonna, uh, take a quick break and we'll be back on here and, uh, we'll have our last 30 minutes and we're gonna have a good time. I've got a, a great story for you coming up. Uh, when Joe, Joe Biden was against uh, black female jurists before he was for them. You know, he's all for them now. He wants a, uh, a black female Supreme Court justice, but he used to be against them. He was against black female jurists before he was for them. And so we'll be talking about that uh, as we wrap up today's show. Thank you for joining us. We're looking forward to these last 30 minutes.
so much for giving me just a moment to take that little break. We're glad that you're uh, with us and you've hung in there with us. And you guys have done an awesome job. You're enjoying that music. Uh, Untangled wins our sarcasm award. Uh, she sent me a message and said, uh, please uh, give me the source of that music. I, I am putting that in my wheel that I want. <laughs> I want that music played at my funeral. So uh, that's uh, that's. Uh, <laughs> That is, uh, that's good stuff. Right, man. You guys are a lot of fun. I enjoy having you, uh, here. So, and man, thank you for, uh, hanging out with me. Thank you for putting up with me as, uh, as I, uh, do the show and sit in for Doc. Doc Washburn, uh, normally on here. He's the man with the golden voice and does such a great job and, uh, is just, uh, a, a wonderful, wonderful host. Does this seamlessly. Uh, I'm, uh, just trying to muddle through and thank you again. You made this so much easier for me, uh, just by being here and, and, uh, being so supportive. And I'm very, very thankful for it and uh, really, really appreciate it with uh, everything within me. So again, thank you so much. And it means uh, a lot to us. Uh, <laughs> uh, tweet of the days brought to you by, uh, uh, Red River, uh, my Red River, uh, man, what is it? Redriver.com, my Redriver.com, uh, or your Redriver.com, Redriveryourway.com. Man, I've got my family health plan. I've got, uh, and I didn't have that, uh, screen pulled up. Redriveryourway.com, uh, Redriveryourway.com brings you the tweet of the day. I didn't do the tweet of the day. Uh, last, uh, Friday, I believe it was. So I'm doing, uh, thank you, Jane. That means a lot. Said I missed Doc dearly, but won't you fill in anytime he can't do the show? Thank you so much. I appreciate that. And I'm with you, Jane. I want him to do it. Uh, and then when he can't do it, I, I love doing this, but I hope he never has to miss another show. Um, but, uh, redriveryourway.com is our sponsor of the tweet of the day. We got a couple of those today. And I've got one that I'm going to try to find. And, uh, uh, but also, uh, I wanted to uh, give you Cajun Cowboy. He's one of my favorite, the favorites that I follow. And I felt follow Cajun Cowboy, I believe on Twitter and on, you can get, catch me at Donnie Copeland on Twitter and at Donnie Copeland on Gab. I would love, uh, to follow and follow back and, uh, just stay in touch. So. Uh, at Donnie Copeland on Twitter and at Donnie Copeland on Gab. And, uh, Gab is a much more conservative, uh, uh, platform. But Cajun Cowboy has our tweet of the day, uh, brought to you by, re- by RedRiverYourWay.com. RedRiverYourWay.com. It is a big old dealership right in the middle of the, these United States. And uh, you can go on their website at RedRiverYourWay.com. They'll ship uh, find the car you want. They'll ship it right to your door, wherever you live, Virginia, Florida, California, wherever it is. Uh, so here we go. Cajun Cowboy tweet of the day. I need to get back in shape, but I'm kind of waiting to see if the world is going to end b- before I put any real effort in. <laughs> that's exactly, uh, that's exactly how I feel. Uh, so Red River, your way, uh, tweet of the day. I need to get back in shape, but I'm kind of waiting to see if the world is going to end before I put any real effort 
in. Don't want to waste that effort for sure. I uh, had a good one from Steve Deese as well, or DC. Uh, and let me see if I can pull that one up. We owe Red River. I tell you what, I'll pull that up a little bit later. We'll, we'll, I'll do that one later. So, um, I'll, uh, let, uh, <clears throat> that way we'll give them two because I owe them one anyway. Uh, hey, great show. Uh, McElwee Farms, good to see you today. I mean, great. McElwee Farms doing great work up in the country. Uh, they're a rehab that's getting started and, uh, they're building a beautiful building, uh, up in the rural part, uh, uh upper, uh, kind of, uh, up, upper central Arkansas. More, I guess, would be northwest, uh, type, uh, Arkansas. Uh, and, uh, they're building a beautiful place up there and going to do a great work, uh, and, uh, rehab work for, uh, people that are coming out of drug addiction and so forth. So proud of those guys and the great work they're doing at McElwee Farms. Uh, so, uh, and we'll be talking more about them and, and giving you information on them that, uh, uh I know they're, they're going to be a tremendous help to a lot of people. And, uh, looking forward to investing a lot of money up there. You know, a lot of these rehabs, you go to them and they're, 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 they're terrible. They're better than being on the street, but, uh, man, they're just not, uh, you know, you, you want people to have something that really, uh, is, um, kind of, kind of something to shoot for. And I think that's what McElwee Farms is doing. We're very, very proud of what they're doing. Um, there's an article actually at Red State by, uh, Sister Tolja. <laughs> no relation to Sister Soldier. Uh, and this, uh, entitled Flashback. Here's how long Dems, including Biden, used Jim Crow relic to stall Janice Rogers Brown. Uh, I titled this, uh, Joe Biden was against uh, female, black female jurists before he was for them. Oh, now he's wanting to, he's made up his mind. He's going to get a black female jurist. But see, we have lived long enough to remember the time that, uh, he came out against Janice Rogers Brown, uh, as a, uh, I believe it was a, uh, a federal, uh, judgeship and, uh, he, he blocked her. And uh, made sure he did everything he could to make sure that she would not uh, get that judgeship. It says we uh, reported uh, previously on how some prominent Democrats, that's American communists, for those of you on this show, have noted how eager they were to see Republican senators go on record in a midterm election year opposing the confirmation of President Biden's eventual Supreme Court nominee who Biden made clear Thursday would be a black woman. For example, longtime uh, Clintonista and CNN analyst Joe Lockhart tweeted that he was looking forward to watching every Republican senator oppose the first black woman to the Supreme Court before the midterms. Well, Lindsey Graham didn't disappoint you because he he uh, or did disappoint you because he went on and groveled uh, like the groveler he is uh, and, uh, you know, uh, Anyway, but in uh, uh, if confirmed, Biden's nominee would be the first black woman ever to sit on the nation's highest court, which Democrats would consider a big feather in their woke 
cap. But an interesting tidbit of information that has lar- largely been left out of all this is how all the left's talk of abolishing the filibuster in re- recent months and their salivating over the GOP opposing a black woman to a higher court has come full circle. Oh, yeah, this seems oddly familiar, a filibusters and black female jurists. How? Let's take a trip back in time and recall the links the Democrats in the Senate and at the time, including Joe Biden, went to stall then-President George W. Bush's nomination of Janice Rogers Brown, who is a black female, to the D.C. Court uh, Circuit Court of Appeals. For two years, that's two years, uh, Democrats, that's American communists uh, in, in uh, Doc Washburn's show lingo, led by Biden, use what they now to now refer to as Jim Crow relic to stall her confirmation to what have some have referred to as the second highest court in the country behind the SCOTUS or Supreme Court of the United States. Democrats, that's American communists, were of course terrified over the fact that Brown was not just considered a conservative jurist, but also that she had strong libertarian leanings. But as in all things that involve race, Democrats, that's American communists, were also opposed to her nomination because it went uh, all kinds of against their, it, because it went against uh, their portrayal of Bush and Republicans as racist. So guess what they did? They filibustered with wild abandon and not just against Brown's nomination. The American communists at the time were strongly opposed to dozens of Bush nominees and used the filibuster to stop them, prompting Bush to have to renominate some of them at a later point. Then they used the filibuster so often that Republicans began talking about Excuse me, using the nuclear option, basically nullifying the use of the filibuster on judicial nominations to get around them. Some of the flashback clips we've seen of senators like Chuck Schumer and Joe Biden passionately arguing against the Senate's filibuster rules were from speeches during the time, this time frame. But perhaps none is so relevant to what's going on today than the below uh, clip of this of then Senator Joe Biden invoking some former KK member turned uh, Senator Robert Byrd uh, in his defense of using the filibuster to continue to stall Janice Roger Brown's nomination. Here's Biden on May 23rd, 2005. Mr. President, my friends and colleagues, I've not been here as long as Senator Byrd, but no one fully understands the Senate as well as Senator Byrd. But I've been here for over three decades. Decades. Um, I think this is the single most significant vote any one of us will cast in my 32 years in the Senate, and I suspect the senator would agree with that. Uh, the American people will soon learn that Justice Janice Rogers Brown, one of the nominees that we're not allowing to be passed, one of the ostensible reasons for this nuclear option being employed has decried the Supreme Court's, quote, socialist revolution of the 30s. Read Social Security. Read what they say. Read what they mean. The very year that uh, a five to four court upheld the constitutional or the constitutionality of the Social Security against a strong uh, challenge. Uh, and he goes on and on. He rambles. He's rambling then, rambling now. 
uh, Biden literally gave a shout out to the Klansmen while calling the filibuster of Janice Rogers Brown the most important vote of his career. So uh, let's juxtapose the two most important uh, uh, actions r- relative to jurists in Joe Biden's career. One was stopping a female black jurist from getting on the court. Now the most important decision he'll ever make in his life is to nominate a black female jurist for the Supreme Court. Okay, we got it. Again, uh, Rush is so correct. Uh, liberalism is a liberal disorder, is a mental disorder. Uh, and, uh, specifically it falls within the parameters of narcissism or sociopathy, uh, for sure. Uh, although Brown was eventually confirmed as part of a bipartisan deal, uh, Biden still voted against her. I have no doubt that cocaine Mitch is waiting in the wings, eager to use Joe Biden's own words against him. Right. As soon as Biden plays the race card regarding his eventual nominee, maybe there will be some Biden-esque comparisons to Bull Connor, George Wallace thrown into the mix. One can only hope. And his words against Brown won't be the only ones McConnell will have on hand to reference. McConnell, like the rest of us, also vividly remembers how Joe Biden was the architect behind the modern-day vicious smear campaigns against Supreme Court nominees. We saw it with Robert Bork and Clarence Thomas, who made it to the Supreme Court despite racially charged attacks against him by Senate American communists, i.e. Democrats, including Biden. Uh, this is one of those be careful what you wish for things as far as uh, Democrats, American communists are concerned. They are chomping at the bit to see Republicans oppose uh, uh, Biden's pick, but they won't like how Republicans throw their words uh, uh, of our nation's fearless leader regarding Brown Thomas back in his face when the time comes. Uh, yeah, we can, we can only hope. Yeah, I, I, I can't see uh, cocaine Mitch having that much fight in him personally, but you know, uh, I mean, you already got Lindsey Graham going on a record saying, <coughs> excuse me, how he's just, you know, salivating at uh, voting, wh- whatever the nominee, he didn't even know who the nominee is yet and he's already for it. So, uh, there you go. Uh, again, uh, rhinos, uh, have the habit of snatching, uh, victory or defeat right out of the mouth of victory. Uh, it is, uh, what they do for sure. Um, let's do another tweet of the day. Uh, and this is brought to you by RedRiverYourWay.com, RedRiverYourWay.com. Uh, let me, let me pull up, uh, Steve Deese had a great, uh, a great one. And, uh, I'm going to try to find it here. Doc actually sent me this one and, uh, he, he didn't say, Hey, use this for, uh, tweet of the day. He just sent it to me as he will do from time to time. And I send to him. Um, but let's see if I can find that real quick. Um, let's see here. Uh, ba, 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 ba. I'm looking for it real quick. Uh, let's see. <laughs> oh, uh, I, I don't, I don't see it here. And I, I, I man, just for some reason, I can't, I can't, uh, I can't, uh, pull it up. I'll, I'll keep looking and see if I can make and find it. Uh, uh, let's see here. 
Uh, oh, by the way, I, I thought it was fascinating. Someone tweeted out. I did a little bit of research. I didn't find enough there to uh, to really make it a big deal today. But I thought it was interesting at the very least uh, that uh, here a few years ago, uh, actually a few months ago, uh, the guy that's fighting Joe Rogan for uh, being on Spotify, uh, that would be a Neil Young. Neil Young sold... Um, uh, half of his music catalog to a, uh, British group. And I want to say it was, uh, hypnost- hypnostic or, uh, something like that. It's a, it's a big, um, music concern. Uh, interestingly enough, uh, they are partly owned by, uh, Blackstone and Blackstone has a, at least one of their, uh, owners, uh, uh, one of their heavy investors is a former CEO of Pfizer. And I just thought that was interesting. You know, that's, it's kind of, um, it would be strictly, uh, conspiratorial, uh, or conspiracy, uh, if, if it were, um, not those connections, but there definitely is some, uh, uh, some connections there. And so I, I, I didn't think it was enough to, to actually, um, to, to talk about it long term. Uh, but I do, um, uh, let's say, oh, oh, Monty in Texas said, I doubt Phil Donahue could survive in this day and age. He was left as they come, but he had a, a substantive discussions with the likes of Ann Rand many times. And he dominated daytime television. Boy, that's exactly right. Look where we've come. That tweet of the day is brought to you also by RedRiverYourWay.com. RedRiverYourWay.com. Um, so Biden's at it again with the uh, uh, with with the uh, uh, now rather than opposing, uh, he is supporting the. Uh, uh, the, the, uh, a black female jurist. We find him just not so long ago. He was dead set, <coughs> excuse me, against, uh, that, uh, in every sense of the word fought it, uh, like a saber tooth tiger. Uh, and, uh, we're going to close out today's, uh, uh, show with, um, uh, about the Freedom Convoy. I thought it would be right. Uh, but before we do that, I want to take this moment and I want us to remember uh, the January 6th uh, political prisoners that are being held in D.C. I promise you that I was going to try to every single day. I was going to mention these political prisoners being held. Some of them been held in solitary confinement uh, for half a, over half a year. Uh a lot of them uh, have been uh, jailed with no bail while murderers get out on bail, uh, while, while uh, major drug traffickers get out on bail, uh, while terrorists get out on bail. Uh, these people that uh, are accused of breaking the entering, even though they were waved in and there are actually accounts out there and there are pictures of the doors that were unlocked, had to be unlocked from the inside. They were electronic locks, and uh, they were clearly unlocked from the inside so they could access things. Karen, good to see you. AAHD, PN, good to see you. Uh, 
SX Urge. Good to see you today. Joanne, good to see you today. Good to see you guys join us. But I want to close out today's uh, show uh, two things. I want to focus on uh, the uh, January 6th political prisoners. Pray for them. Pray for their families. Uh, we will try to find, get you uh, the uh, the 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 uh, legal fund information. I'll make sure that's okay with Doc, and we'll get that on here for you so you can support them. I need to send a few bucks uh, just to help if all of us to send a little something. Uh, you you don't have to send it all, but you can send something. Uh, and then also the uh, Freedom uh, Convoy. We need to support it as well. And uh, and uh, I read the other day where the Freedom Convoy has enough money to stay. They've already gotten enough money to stay in Canada for uh, up to two years. Somebody said two to four years uh, if they needed to. Uh, there is some word going around on the Internet uh, that Elon Musk actually is bankrolling this. Uh, I, I don't know that that can be proven. I don't know that it should be proven. If he wants to do it, more power to him. Uh, I liked him. I liked his car company. I like his um, uh, his technology. Uh, so, uh, and, and I really, really like a lot of his politics as well. Uh, but the Canadian convoy has stolen the hearts of the people uh, and the media is not taking it well. This is by Brandon Morse over at uh, Red State. The media cannot stand the fact that the narrative about the Canadian trucker convoy protests has gotten away from them. Uh, they were trying to say that, you know, uh, they were starving children and they were doing this and doing that. Uh, <clears throat> the trucker protest has been making its way through Canada's capital city of Ottawa and becomes the largest in history, spanning astounding 45 miles at the center of the protest is the message that Canadians are rejecting the government vaccine mask and lockdown mandates. And they desire to be treated as free Westerners, not subjects of a single man is left as whims. Canadians of all stripes showed up to show their support for the convoy over the weekend in mass. Uh, the media was content to never speak of the convoy unless it was to demonize it as it was proof, proof positive that the people are not with them. The politicians they serve are the ideology they support. Despite all their claims to the contrary, the issue was that this gathering over the weekend around the truckers was so large they had to acknowledge it. Acknowledge it they did, but you could tell they weren't happy about it and consistently attempted to make them out to be villains. Morning Joe host Joe Scarborough and Mika Brzezinski spent a segment of their uh, program bashing the convoy and accompanying rally. Brzezinski, arms folded, head shaking, described how the convoy escalated in the reports of vandalism and severe criminal behavior, including the desecration of national monuments. She also took to Twitter to highlight a tweet claiming that the protesters had reportedly demanded free soup from a soup kitchen and the kitchen gave in to prevent conflict. So these anti-vaxxers actually took food from the mouths of the homeless, says Scarborough. Scarborough then made fun of the rally goers, labeling them as hypocrites for protesting the vaccine mandates while being vaccinated, then fired off the idea that these people have some sort of religious belief in their cause. This is a cult, Scarborough finished. 
weird. You would think the people who have near religious obedience to the words and decisions of Anthony Fauci to the point where prayer candles are actually being purchased would be considered the cult. This goes especially, uh, this goes especially applies to the left. The, the, the Scarboroughs included that continue to push for vaccine masks and lockdown mandates suspect the fact that each of them has been proven to be ineffective in stopping a virus that is becoming increasingly less dangerous with each variant. What you're seeing from the Morning Joe host is desperation and anger over having to lost control, having lost control of the narrative. They have really nothing to throw uh, uh, at that substantial, substantial. Uh, so they throw out claims about a soup kitchen being pressured by con- convoy members to hand over soup. Perhaps there were demands and soup was handed over, but the media hasn't seemed interested in getting details about who is making the d- demands, which is a red flag already. If anyone needed an example of how the media is incredi- incredibly biased and leans so far to the left, here it is. Your daily dose of nonsense served up as reporting for the people. And man, that is so, so, uh, very true. And so, um, I'm just so thankful today that you join us. I'm so thankful that you, uh, made the effort to be here with us. It's been a wonderful, wonderful time. Uh, I'm fully expecting, uh, by midweek and, uh, hopefully tomorrow, uh, that doc is going to be back. Uh, we're, we're ready to stand in, uh, if he, uh, needs a couple more days, but we're sure hoping. And as of last night, he sounded, uh, pretty good, uh, still a little weak, coughing a lot. Uh, but I, I'm believing today will be a good day for him. Uh, and, uh, I just felt like it'd be good to end, end today's show uh, with one of his favorite sponsors. And that is uh, a group that has done great work for him. And that is, uh, the, the great people at turnmypoweron.com. Turnmypoweron.com. Uh, turnmypoweron.com, uh, is a powerful health boosting secret you have probably never heard of because it's solely practiced by very limited, very limited number of doctors today. Upper cervical care uh, is the procedure they use is not, not widely known across the world. In fact, many patients are surprised and relieved that when they first learn of its existence and its effectiveness. Developed in the 30s by Dr. B.J. Palmer, uh, this procedure that you can find at My Family Health Plan, I'm sorry, at TurnMyPowerOn.com, TurnMyPowerOn.com brings patients uh, a more natural approach to the relief of diagnosed conditions uh, and health issues without traditional surgical or medicinal treatments. If you're experiencing pain, symptoms, or have received a diagnosis, refer to our symptoms page at turnmypoweron.com, turnmypoweron.com. If you uh, find yourself here in Arkansas, you can reach out to turnmypoweron.com and you can find the upper cervical center uh, right here in central Arkansas. Uh, if you're somewhere else in the United States, as many of our, uh, most of our listeners are, especially on the podcast side, uh, then you can go to uh, turnmypoweron.com. TurnMyPowerOn.com, look under the Find a Doctor tab, 
and uh, they're going to take care of you there. And uh, and so you can find a place to help you. So and you're going to be glad that you did. Man, I have enjoyed this so much. I'm so impressed the way all of you stayed on here the whole time, and you were so great to be with me. And I'm just so thankful that you uh, that you stayed on here. Don't forget, uh, hit me up at Twitter at at Donnie Copeland or at Gab at Donnie Copeland and would love to visit with you. And uh, we're going to let you get out of here with a little bit of music. We don't want you to be disappointed. We want you to have some good music to get you out of here. And uh, God bless. Have a wonderful Monday and have a wonderful week.